Financial Fridays, Dre and Smiley. Dre, I saw this amazing podcast this week with Roland. Roland Martin has a podcast, and he had this guy named John Hope on there. He's a black guy from Atlanta. He owns 700 houses, residential houses. The podcast was pretty good because he talked about how you could use real estate to acquire wealth. And he says, uh, Hmm. if you're not making, if you're working, or he said, wealth is created when you're sleeping because you need your, your money to compound and all this other stuff. And and, and he, he was talking about financial plans and different things. So I just wanted to open it up for Financial Fridays, Dre, and say, do you have a financial plan? And if so, do you use a financial planner or do you do it yourself? You know, it's interesting, man. Uh, I remember vividly as a young adult, um, early 20s, you know, being so broke I couldn't pay attention, right? <laughs> Somebody, somebody, somebody robbed me to just be practicing. You know, I was so broke um, and had tremendous debt. I remember hearing this guy, I may have told you this before, hearing this guy on the radio who was a radio personality talking about how he was in debt and got out of debt and things like that. And I was thinking, hmm, I wonder what, that, what that's like. But, I, you know, I, I worked hard at it, listened to different um, – I guess back then we didn't have podcasts, but the different different shows and consumer reporters, things like that. I got my way out. I'll say this. Anyone today who doesn't have a financial plan is doing themselves a disservice. Uh, whether you get a financial planner to help you create that or you do the work yourself and learning about it and, and, and developing a plan yourself with your partner, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't do that. Um, I think I recall the episode you mentioned with um, the with John Hope, who's based out of Atlanta, talking about paying off your home or not paying off your home, pros and cons to it. Um, he mentioned that it, there's an advantage to not paying off your home. Did you do you remember him mentioning that? And if so, I do. What are your thoughts on that. You know, initially my gut. Was I was feeling like rolling because you have a sense of security when your house is paid off. But when you look at it from a numbers perspective, I agree with John Hope because if you're getting money, at, you have a good credit score and you're getting money at 3%, 3.5%, then why lock your money up into one property when you could get multiple effects? You could compound that money. You get peace of mind when your house, house is paid for but if you look at it from a business perspective, that's a lot of capital sitting there that you you're not no you're no longer getting the tax benefit from writing off the interest because you have no interest because it's paid for. You still get the appreciated value, but uh, I kind of it took me a long time to figure out what John was talking about because. I've paid off my houses in the past and it just gave me peace of mind. It says the worst case scenario, I got to pay my taxes, but that was a fear mentality. Whereas if you look in the, the operate in the mode of growth, success and eliminate the fear, you'll deploy your capital. And really that's what it is. Money, your capital, so you can compound it. So I, I agree with John on that side. 100%. Yeah, and I, I tend to agree as well. So, like you were saying, Roland's position was security, right? He was saying mm-hmm. something about if his house is paid off, he can 
rest assured that if anything happens to him, that his family will not have the burden of worrying about the mortgage. So this circles back to how you kick things off regarding a financial plan, right? So if you have a, an effective financial plan, the idea isn't, let me pay off my mortgage. As that's, that's not, in my mind, that's not part of your plan. The plan should be, let me make sure that there are things like life insurance, uh, other revenue streams that will be in place even when I'm gone, right? So that those things would cover any debts and things that, that, that exist. The key is, in my mind, the key to an effective financial plan is also considering the type of debt you have, right? So mm -hmm. let's, let's end with this. You, can, can you describe for our listeners from your perspective, and again, we are not financial planners, this is just things we've learned. Smiling and I have learned through trial and error. And error. Um, how, what would you describe? How would you describe the difference between good debt and bad debt? And then we can wrap it up there. Awesome! I love that question. I think bad debt is debt that doesn't bring you value, doesn't bring you income. For example, if I buy jewelry. I have this gold under my neck and this is this could be bad debt if I had to finance to buy a cross or or gold. If I have to finance to buy a car, that's bad debt because it's if I'm if I'm a professional Uber driver, well then that might be good debt because I just bought a, a car that I'm using as an asset that now I can bring in income. When I look at my house, my house gives me a trifecta. It appreciates, it gives me a tax write-off, and it gives me a place to stay. So that I call a house debt is good debt because I get the appreciated value. If I rent out a room, I get income coming from it. But if I have gold or I have a, a car, I'm not getting any utility from it. So I call things that don't give me the potential to make money, that's not an asset. If it's an asset, it brings gives me the potential to make money or it makes money for me, that's good debt, in love my it, opinion. Love it. Yeah, makes, I, I agree wholeheartedly. This is not financial advice, just uh, things we've learned over the years. And I'll wrap with something you said earlier, Smiley, which was the ideal way <laughs> to build wealth is while you're sleeping. Yes. Hope you guys had, had a great week and uh, have a great weekend.